1: I've
3: The Lord, the God of Israel Praise Him now and
1: forever Joy 99.7 FM FM. He
3: comes to shelter
1: Bringing hope to many around the globe. Transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otebill. And now, today's Word.
4: Now, when we say that a person has a measuring line, it means he's measuring something. He's measuring something. Sometimes... People have a measuring line and they measure themselves with other people. They measure themselves with other people. They measure themselves and say, well, this one has that. I don't have it. He's better than me. Or I have it. He doesn't have it. I am better than him. People measure each other. Sometimes people measure their home with somebody's home. So they look at their house And they look at the size of their house and look at somebody's house, which is maybe three or four times bigger, and all of a sudden they feel very belittled. Why have they felt small? Because they have a measuring line. Sometimes people measure even their husbands. And unfortunately people, uh, a lot of ladies measure their husbands by the pastor. Look at the way pastor treats Lady Joyce and you you don't you don't treat me that way you don't treat me that way you don't treat me are you lady joy <laughs> so people measure their husband people measure their wives oh you, you you look at this one this woman cooks so well you don't cook so well she dresses better than you that is all measuring lines sometimes people measure their children why can't you be like him why? He does so well in class. Each one of us, our parents told us that uh, there were people that were better than us in class. Ah, why don't you say, this one did well in math, this one did well in English, and you are not doing well, and they never measure themselves. They forget that I have your genes. It's, it is you. <laughs> you produce me you produce the XY chromosomes, the two of you. You produce it. So if I can learn, who, 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 who did it? <laughs> measure yourself first. Anyway, hey, children, don't go and tell your parents to measure themselves. But what I'm saying is, people measure their children. People measure their gifts with other people. This one has this, I don't have that. And, and so anytime we measure... We are determining how far we can go, how good we are, how much we can do. And that is what the the man with the measuring line is about to do. He's about to measure to determine, Israel, how far can you go? Judah, how much can you do? And just as he's about to do that, to measure, an angel appears. And that's very important. He's about to do something and an angel appears. Remember, there's already an angel on the scene. That angel has been speaking with Zachariah, But this second angel comes, obviously, with a fresh word. With a new message from heaven. And this angel comes and he speaks to the first angel and says, Hey, Run! When anybody tells you run it means this is urgent run and tell the young man he cannot measure Jerusalem he's about to measure but God says don't measure he says don't measure tell the person that you don't measure it's a very important message and this message is so powerful that God had to send an angel to say something to a man who is about to do something that would disadvantage him for life. And the thing he's about to do to disadvantage him is he's about to measure. And God says, I have to stop him. Now, there's some interesting observation and It doesn't have much to do with the message, but just to draw your attention, uh, because you see angelic activity here. The first angel is with Zachariah. They talk, but he he doesn't have any message beyond a certain limited message he has for Zachariah. He's helping him to interpret the vision. That's all the angel can do. A second angel comes. He has a message the first angel doesn't have. That, that's very important. It just tells you angels don't know everything. Angels don't know everything. They are not omniscient. They are, they are not all-knowing. They are not God. They are very limited. So this first one doesn't know what God is about to say he only knows the assignment he has been given stay with Zachariah and interpret things for him the second angel who comes has a fresh word from God everybody say fresh word but interestingly he also cannot deliver it to the man because he doesn't have the mandate to tell that message to the man so the This second angel has to tell the first angel So the first angel tells the young man And it just gives you an idea That angels have spheres of influence And they are limited in what they can do Angels cannot do everything They don't know everything And they cannot talk to everyone Some are just supposed to stand by and say nothing Some are just fighting for you But they can't carry a message for you So this one is standing with Zachariah but doesn't have a fresh word. The one who has a fresh word doesn't have authority to tell Zachariah or the young man himself. The first angel is the one who is telling him. Just to give you an extra information about angels and how they work. Remember when I treated angels, I, I taught a bit on this. And when I I've taught something and I, I see something. I just want to help you to put it together again. And, and re- renew or revise your understanding. So let's go back. So the angel. Second angel says God has a new message. God has a new direction. And the message is an agent message. In verse 4. He said run. Run. Speak to this young man, saying, Jerusalem shall be inhabited as towns without walls because of the multitude of men and livestock in it. Run, speak to this young man, or that young woman, saying, Jerusalem shall be inhabited as towns without walls because of the multitude of men and livestock in it. So much to pull out. So, the message is threefold. First, is that Jerusalem shall be fully occupied. There will be full occupation. Jerusalem shall be inhabited. Though today nobody lives here, though Nebuchadnezzar has emptied the land and has taken away the kings and the nobles into captivity, Some have gone to Assyria. Some have gone to Persia. God says, I will bring people back to Jerusalem. Jerusalem shall be inhabited. And it's a message for somebody who used to have something. And all of a sudden you've lost it. And you have nothing. You are zero. There is nothing again. And God says... I have a fresh word for you. I'm doing a new thing to you and for you and with you. You will be inhabited. Somebody say, I will be inhabited. Say, I will be inhabited. If you had something and you lost it, God is doing a new thing with you. Like Jerusalem, you will be inhabited. You will have it back. Numbers will come back. Size will come back. Increase will come back. Abundance will come back. Somebody say, I will be inhabited. inhabited. That is the new thing. So he says to the young man, we are not just here to build walls. Jerusalem shall be inhabited. That's the first message. Second thing that he says is that Jerusalem shall be like a town without walls. In other words, there will be no boundaries. Everybody say no boundaries. Say one more time, say no boundaries. He says you will be like a town without wall. In other words, this measurement you are about to do is irrelevant. Because if you measure, when you build a wall, next year you will be more than the size of the wall. So you have to break the wall down and build another one. And next year there will be more people. You have to break the wall down and build another one. Because God says you will be like a city without walls. Somebody say I'm a city without walls. No boundaries. No measurement. No limitation. No boundaries. Jerusalem shall be inhabited like a town or a city without walls. Whoever measured you and determined how far he thinks you can go, I have good news for him. You will be like a city without walls. You'll be like a town without walls. Whoever looked at your report card and told you this is how far you can go because a professor who has nothing To know about your destiny. Give you an F. Or give you a D. Or give you a C minus. I'm here to tell that professor. You are about to be a city without walls. Nobody can measure who you will become. Nobody can measure your potential. Nobody can measure your ability. Nobody can measure your strength. God is doing a new thing. It is not according to the old measurement. Maybe in the past this is all you could do. But in what God is about to do. There will be no wall. I said there will be no wall. Because you will be a city without wall. And the third thing that the angel says. To go and tell the young man. Is that there is going to be abundance. There is going to be abundance. Unlimited growth. He says because Jerusalem shall be inhabited and there will be multitude of men and livestock in it. The word that is translated multitude here from the Hebrew means being weighed down with so much. Being weighed down. It, it, it's almost like you, 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 you have received so much that it is weighing you down. God says I am about to weigh you down with blessing. I am about to weigh you down with glory. I am about to weigh you down with favor. God will give you so much favor you will beg him. I say he will give you so much favor you will beg him. You will say Lord it is too much. You say Lord it is too much. You have blessed me too much. You have favored me too much. You have increased me too much. You have blessed me too much. You have expanded me too much. Lord, I beg you, please. It's too much. Because you are about to experience a new thing from the Lord. If you dwelt in scarcity, abundance will shock you. So this is what the angel heard from heaven. And he had to appear here on earth very quickly. And call the second angel angel and he told the angel to run isn't that amazing you tell an angel run in other words i mean we know that angels move fast but he's telling this angel no matter how fast you move you must move faster because this guy is about to do something that will limit him for the rest of his life and go and tell him Throw away the measuring line because the new thing God is doing cannot be measured. Maybe you came to church this morning with a measuring line. And you say, oh, if I just get a thousand dollars, I will be fine. Oh, if I only get a million, I'll be fine. Oh, if I get a nice car, oh, I'll be the happiest in my life. Oh, if a man proposes to me after service, oh, my heart, my life. Oh, Jesus, I'll be very happy. These are all good things. But God says to tell you, he's doing a new thing in your life. And you don't determine the measurement of it And you don't determine how far it will go. You don't determine how well it will be. He determines how far you can go and what he wants to bless you with. So don't draw boundaries for him. Don't draw limits for him. Don't set boundaries and say, this is all God can do. He will do more. A lot of people have built measuring lines for their lives. There are people who have built a measuring line that makes them wait in line. You know, we have a popular saying sometimes, even among Christians, it's my turn to be blessed. I like, it's a nice statement, but when you say it's your turn to be blessed, it means you are standing in line. And somebody is ahead and other people are, and God favors them, ah, now it's your turn. I don't believe that's what God is doing in your life. Because there are people whose marriage is, a, is, you know, is in a line. You have a big sister. You say, sister, you have to marry before I marry you. You have to marry before I marry you. Now what if nobody is marrying sister? Or oh, brother, you have to marry before me. What if nobody wants to marry brother? Brother, the girls are bouncing, brother, bouncing, bouncing, bouncing you just wait and say after the, after, you know, the bounce is over and, 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 and it works then you marry before me. That is your measurement. I came here to announce to somebody you are about to make a bad mistake. Don't measure your blessing by how much God blesses somebody. Or maybe somebody says you know you wait for me. God will bless me and when God blesses me eh, I, I will bless you. So he has put you in a line. What if God blesses him when he's 99 years? Are you going to wait till his blessing before yours? Somebody has to throw away the measuring line. And that is what he's saying to Zachariah. Go and tell this guy. God is doing a new thing. And that new thing is not according to the old measurement of Jerusalem. It's not how far David did it. It's not how much David did it. It is because God is about to do something. It has never been done before. It has never been seen before. And it cannot be measured. Somebody say, I will not be measured. Say, I will not be measured. Now when he said that, he added something to it. The verse five, he added something to that statement. Watch what he says in verse five, Zechariah chapter two, verse five. For I says the Lord will be a wall of fire all around her, and I will be the glory in her midst. Two things: I will be a wall of fire all around her, and I will be a glory in her midst. Let me take those two: a wall of fire. A wall of fire. Don't build a wall. Don't measure Jerusalem. Why? Because I will be a wall of fire for Jerusalem. What does the wall of fire do? Number one, the wall of fire is the power of God that protects. He says you want defense. You want to be protected from your enemies. You want to make sure that you are safe. I will be the wall of fire. I will keep you safe. I will protect you. I will deliver you from your enemies. Because in those days, every city had a wall. To protect enemies from coming in. But God says, I will be your protector. Don't set boundaries that will limit you. Because you are afraid of what the enemy will do. God says, I will be your wall of fire. Somebody say, the Lord is my wall of fire. The second thing the wall of fire does. Is that the Lord wall of fire is the presence of God. That spreads out. A fire... Can create a barrier. But how many of you know that fire that is burning wild doesn't stay one place? It spreads, it expands. If you've been following the news, especially uh, in the United States in California, they have some very terrible fires, very terrible fires. And, and any time I see those things in the news, I say, "How does it happen?" thousands of acres of land eaten by fire and the fire just keeps going and going and going, nothing is able to stop it the fire service can't stop it, now this is in the most sophisticated nation in the world so to speak, maybe they are, maybe they are not let's give it to them and, and the richest country on earth, they have probably some of the best fire service the best equipment. And the fire comes in and the fire service cannot stop it. You see helicopters on the ground, they are pouring down all stuff and the fire doesn't care. The fire doesn't gee, it doesn't care. You, do, you pour it and the fire doesn't care. It just keeps spreading. And it keeps spreading. And I've wondered if this happens in Ghana. <laughs> Even in America, when the fire is spreading and it's growing, the most advanced technologies can't stop it. That's what God is saying to Zachariah. I will be a wall of fire around her. I will protect her. But not only that, I will spread. I will grow. And when I'm spreading, nothing can stop me. Because I am the fire that keeps making room for you. And that's why he's telling them, don't build a wall. Don't build a wall. Why? Because I will keep spreading. I will keep growing. I will keep expanding. And if you build a wall, you are limiting me. So Jerusalem shall be like a city without wall. How? God will protect it as a wall of fire. And God will expand it as fire devours. When God is making you expand, don't feel bad. Because sometimes the blessing of God can make you feel very bad. It's making you feel very, 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 very bad. Because sometimes when you see yourself making progress... And people you know not making progress. You feel you should wait for them. But God is about to expand you. And grow you. And increase you. To an extent you have never imagined before. No wall can contain what he will do with you. I declare over this church. That in this place God will raise an army. Of entrepreneurs Entrepreneurs, business people Corporate leaders And you will be like a burning fire And you will keep expanding your boundaries And your frontiers And nothing shall by enemies stop you Because the measuring line is thrown away Second thing he said I will be the glory in the midst of her I'll be the glory in the midst of hell. I'll be the glory inside. I'll be the fire outside and the glory inside. What does that mean? The glory inside talks about the beauty of God shining out of you. The beauty of God displaying who you are to the world. May the glory of God shine in the midst of you. May the fire of God be a wall of fire around you. The glory of God is also the blessing of God that lifts you up. Lifts you up. Outside, his fire protects you. Inside, his glory lifts you up. Outside, his fire is expanding you. Inside, his glory beautifies you. So he says... Go and tell this young man. Don't make the bad mistake. To think that I brought you back. From captivity to Jerusalem. Just for you to rebuild the walls of David. He says I didn't bring you back for that. I brought you back. Because I'm about to do something new in your life. And I'm going to expand you. And increase you. In a way you haven't experienced before. Whatever situation you are in, God is telling you, he is not restoring you to your former glory. He is causing you to exceed the former. He is not bringing you to where you used to be. He is taking you beyond where you used to be. He doesn't want you to regain He wants you to expand. And don't ever make a mistake to put a measuring line on the work of God in your life. Don't ever measure yourself with anybody. Don't ever determine this is how far I can go. This is all that God can do with me. What is about to happen to you will be bigger, it will be better, and it will be greater. I said it will be bigger. It will be better, and it will be greater. I said it will be bigger, it will be better, and it will be greater. You will go further, you will go deeper, you will go wider. Not on the old foundation. The Lord will be your wall of fire. He will burn ahead of you. A fire goes before you. A fire will devour ahead of you. And nothing shall withstand you. I declare this over your life. There is a new thing happening. And it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's sprouting forth. It is germinating. It is building up. It is coming up. And God says, because of that, you have to sing a new song. You have to start declaring it I am blessed. I increase. I am expanding. I am bigger, I am better, I am greater. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody stand on your feet. In the past weeks, I have brought this word to you. I believe it's a prophetic word to you in many ways. That God is doing something exceptional in your life. So I speak these blessings upon your life in the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of Jesus that God has a place for you. That God has a place for you. There is a portion for you. There is an inheritance for you. There is a prepared place for you. You will find your place. You will find your portion. You will find it in the name of Jesus. I declare over your life that God is working in you. God is at work in you. Both to will and to do of his good pleasure. His grace is working in you. His power is working in you. His favor is working in you. I declare over your life that all things are going to work together for your good. God is working all things together for your good. In the past you cried. In this season you will laugh. What was meant to disgrace you will lift you up and give you honor. The pit that was dug for you, God will take your feet from it. And deliver you and promote you. The stumbling block will be your stepping stone. I declare that God is making all things work together for your good. I declare over your life that God is making a way for you. In the desert, he's making a way. In the sea, he's making a way. In the river, he's making a way. Wherever you are, God is making a way for you. God is making a way for you. God is making a way for you. are opening. Access is being given to you. In the name of Jesus. I declare over your life that God is fighting for you. He is the Lord who is your shield and your buckler. He is your sword. He is your spear. Some boast in horses and some boast in chariots. But we boast in the name of the Lord our God. God is fighting for us. God is fighting for you. God is doing battle on your behalf. And I declare over your life God is doing a new thing with you. It's no longer the old. It's a new thing. It's a new day. It's a new moment. It's a new message. It's a new thing. It's a new song. It's a new assignment. From this day, may all these blessings rest upon you. Pursue you and overtake you. May the Lord do wonderful things with your life Marvelous things with your life Glorious things with your life In Jesus name and everybody say Amen
5: Say Amen Say Amen
1: Thank you for listening to Living Word to interact with Pastor Mensah Autoville, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Mensah Oteville, email oteville at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.
3: The discerning ear, and the spirit of radio, bring lots of cheer, sweet, sweet, stereo. oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, that must surely be joy, give it to that is great joy, joy,
6: 99.7, that is great
5: joy, great
6: joy.
3: Oh, We bring
6: up your hearts, lift up everything that you have within you, like David says, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name, for he has done great things, 40 minutes after 7, here on Joy, 99.7 FM, welcome, welcome once again, uh, to the reason is Jesus, great good morning to Dr. Merceau, to Bill, and God bless you, for being a blessing to us this morning. Wow. God willing, same time next week or better still every weekday afternoon after the news at 12. Here on Joy 99.7, you're sure to have living word. Spiritually nourish our souls and our spirit. Now, though it's time for us to come before the Lord with thanksgiving in our hearts, with praise on our lips. An attitude of gratitude And wherever you find yourself this morning Doing the listening It is a blessing to have you God bless you indeed Lots of love for myself to you My name is Mike Niebuze I say a great good morning And welcome to The Reason is Jesus Beginning our show this morning with You Deserve the Glory By Terry McCalmon He calls it You Deserve the Glory It's such a beautiful song and you want to sing along together with him? You deserve the glory, O oh Lord, and the honor. Lord, we lift our hearts with worship, and we praise Your holy name. Is somebody magnifying the Lord this morning?
5: serve the a...
6: Indeed, no one like you. Who can we compare to you? This morning, can't find the words enough to describe Him, and yet, there is praise in God. Here's my worship this morning, from Muktawa to Phil Thompson.